Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with some of Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. Today, I am here with Maya. Maya, how do you say your last name, actually? Zumo. Zumo. That's what I've been calling you. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> she is the creator of MadeInCincinnati.com and the managing editor at CityBeat, mm-hmm. and I'm sure does a thousand other things. Maya, what you been up to besides all the uh, all the things? Well, uh, I just got a new dog, so <gasps> that... <laughs> is it a puppy or a dog? Uh, it is a greyhound, a rescue greyhound. Oh, I love rescue greyhounds. Yes, and usually everyone tells you greyhounds. Greyhounds are very calm, but ours yeah. is kind of a three-year-old madman. Like, you know little kids walking around in rain boots, just kind of like making a mess and making sounds? Uh-huh. He's kind of like that. That's kind of adorable. Throws a lot of tantrums, giant really? like a horse. Yeah. He ate all the Tupperware in the house, he figured out ate? how to open the dishwasher. Yeah. Oh. So not quite a puppy, but oh wow, basically a puppy. Okay, so you're having fun on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you... Again, are the creator of MadeInCincinnati.com. Is it ShopMadeInCincinnati.com? ShopMadeInCincinnati.com, yeah. So very that literal is URL. Very. <laughs> and I'm sure it wasn't taken, which is also a big thing yeah. when you're considering a URL. So that is one of my favorite local websites. It actually reminds me of one of my other favorite websites, Of A Kind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. So tell me how that sort of came about. Okay, so ShopMadeInCincinnati.com is uh, something I thought of a couple years ago. And I actually applied for and received a grant from People's Liberty. Uh, I got one of their, uh, like, smaller maker grants thing Mm -hmm. to help me actually bring this to fruition. And the idea was, um, because during my day job, like we said, I work at City Beat and I've worked for other magazines. A lot of what I do is storytelling. And I find different people and tell their stories and share their stories. And for a lot of issues, I was trying to find local makers or artisans Mm -hmm. or stuff for the gift guide. And I was having a really hard time finding people. So we have the City Flea. We have Oakley Fancy or Off Market, um, those kind of things. But we didn't have an online resource where you could go and find all those people. Okay, got it. And so... I was just making the gift guide one year, and I was like, why Why is there not this thing? And I was like, I don't know. Why don't I make this thing? And I was like, so that's where that started. That's and usually how the best things come about right. when you decide, wait a minute, I need this thing. Yeah. There must be other people Basically, who need this it's thing. a convenient way for me to... <laughs> you have also helped me, but go on. <laughs> yeah, so I started with just some of the vendors that I know and really like around the city, um talking to them, figuring out what they need, how this website needs to work for them, how this website should work for shoppers. How it, did the works, the website need to work for the vendors on their side? Right. So the main thing is some vendors already have an established online presence. Right. Some vendors don't. And some okay. vendors are having trouble getting traffic, having trouble having people find them. They have Etsy shops. They get lost in the Etsy shuffle, the pages and pages yes. and pages. Yeah. And then when Etsy started doing um, letting wholesalers come in, and that kind of pushed people down. You couldn't find them because you were getting outpriced by, you know, Chinese wholesalers making kind of similar things. Right. Um, so the idea was almost kind of like a hyper-local Etsy. So allowing them to go through me where I would do help them do marketing, make a very streamlined website, and help people discover and shop local makers, basically. So let's see. The website just really basically functions in a way where I list a whole bunch of makers and vendors in different categories. We've got home goods, we've got food, we've got jewelry, we've got stuff for guys, leather goods, 
all sorts of things. All sorts of good stuff. All sorts of good stuff. Ceramics. All the things you want to buy. Um, and you go on there and you, like I said, you can discover and shop local people. So the main goal, like I said, for me was to find something where I could find local goods. And then started thinking like a shopper. And right. so I wanted to do this website where you could find local makers and where you only had to check out once. Because the other thing yes. I hate about Etsy is that when you find something, you right. have to buy something from every single different vendor. Uh huh. You were going more the Amazon route, right? Where you can put everything in a cart, right? And just do the check out. Uh huh. Um, and that also in my head would help the vendors because then you can bulk order or do whatever you want from all sorts of different people in one thing. So vendors were looking for ways to support and have an alternate revenue stream. Shoppers are looking for ways to shop really easily at night, in the morning, whenever you want to shop. Always open, always available. In bed with ice cream at right, night. Right, yes. right. Don't have to make it to a market. Don't have to make it to boutique hours. Think about something last minute. You need a gift for a baby or something. Go on there, find it. Done. Um, yeah, but so that's how that came about. As a resource and as a way for people to have an alternate revenue stream or a streamlined website they don't have to worry about. Basically, yeah. I do all... I've got a designer and I've got my tech guru... And we do all those kind of things for people. What about so. the photography and stuff? Because all the images look really good and clean. A lot too. of those are done by the um, artisans themselves. Wow! So well, you people know, we're getting good at this. Stuff, I know the I age of Instagram, man, yeah. makes everyone an excellent photographer. Um, and we also have some photo guidelines. So if people need help, we offer resources for ideas for how to take the photos oh, okay. or lighting those kind of things. Huh. So we do that as well. And how many creators are listed on the site as of now, approximately? Man, let's think. Um, probably 40. Wow. Maybe. That's We've, a lot. I upload people probably uh, every week, adding new people. Wow. Is it curated? Like, do they have to go through, yeah, like, an application process? Yeah, people go process? through a curation process. But the good thing is most makers here are amazing and brilliant. This so. is true. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so the curation is not a difficult thing. But it's basically the same way you would curate... If you owned a boutique, kind mm -hmm. of. Um, just making sure. When I think about it, I think about what I want to buy and then also kind of what my mother-in-law would want to buy. Right. you got to think about different audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, it's, a, it's curated but a wide curation so you can find the things you need as you would on Amazon or right. Etsy. So making sure we have a breadth of product for shoppers as well. Or, like, how, how many people are you trying to get to? So, it started off, I was kind of hustling and probably bugging a ton of people that I had so seen and worked with. So, you already had people in yeah, mind. Yeah, so I had people in mind, um, you know, like CG Ceramics, yeah. uh, Beautiful Things, mm -hmm. Rock Salt Vintage. Oh, for sure. Uh, and then some other people approached me. I found oh. a really... How did they know? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I have social media. I have no Word idea. Okay, all right. Um... So I usually, I have people emailing me probably, like I said, weekly, um, asking about how, the, how it works, how we can upload, how we can do that. I help them streamline kind of their pricing, help them streamline, like we said, product photos, do all that stuff. So help them kind of get that business in order. But I've met really great people that way. Um, one of these girls does ceramics. She just graduated from DAP, and she makes beautiful hand-built ceramics. Amanda, she is wonderful. Bial. Buy out, buy out. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> so she makes amazing and beautiful things, and I really love her, and she's yeah. been wonderful to work with, and she's just getting her career started, so she's trying to balance, you know, working at art galleries and as a bartender and then finding time for ceramics, and so 
what I can do for her is help her with this website by giving her an additional online presence along with her personal site, her social media, her Etsy. It just gives her another way to be visible to an mm-hmm, audience mm-hmm. Um, and help her add to that revenue stream to helpfully, like, the idea is to help push people who are not, are not full-time artisans to be able to become full-time artisans. Okay. And so, along with wanting to help shoppers, again, like I said, the idea is really to help these vendors become full-time at what they love and really also tell their stories and share what they're doing. And Because the world's really moving to where people are starting to really want to work with their hands again, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. All Except the, for me, because I can't yeah. make squat. <laughs> no, I make, Everything I can I knit. Ter- oh, see, I can't even. I can knit, but I can only knit long, straight things. So it's like <laughs> scarves or like scarves, wide baby. blankets. Like, that's about it. <laughs> I tried to make some earrings once, so Guild Collective yeah. hosted a party for uh, Thread Cincinnati, which is like our little blogger group. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were making earrings. I'm like, great earrings. I'm into fashion stuff, so yeah. that sounded perfect. So I made like Five pairs of earrings. They gave us mucho materials, okay? <laughs> so out of the five, two are wearable. <laughs> One of them, <laughs> I made a pair of earrings that were supposed to be like Mardi Gras peacocks, you know, those colors yeah. and what yeah. have you. One of the earrings had seven stones. The other one had five. Yeah, girl. So apparently counting is not really <laughs> not my thing. Set. Don't need it. Why bother? Why bother? I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave the making things to the makers, and then I'll just do other things like talk to people who make things. Yeah, or you buy their things. Oh, or I you get really into your things. asymmetry and start making your asymmetrical jewels. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> so I like the idea of there being a place, one place, because I'm very much into efficiency. Right. Where right. I can find a bunch of different things that I might possibly need. Because, I, right. I, I mean, I'm looking for local stuff, too, for right. the magazine. Right. I mean, it's Cincinnati Magazine, so obviously we're trying to keep as right. much local as possible. Right. So it, it's definitely a resource for me. And then, of course, so the reason I knew about Amanda was because I was at Crafty Supermarket. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, I really like her stuff. And I was looking for a ceramicist because I started, a, like, a curated creatives newsletter that's kind of like an offshoot of this podcast and it just sort of basically compiles three different people who are doing Mm -hmm. similar types of things so one is ceramicist one is florist one is whoever um and just tells people about them like they're i can't talk to everybody you do need to get on the (laughs) newsletter seriously i discover so i discover i discover like columbus discovery okay uh these people are already out here i'm just i'm learning about new people and i want to share it but like I said, I can't talk to everybody on the podcast, right. so this is just like a quick and easy. No, and it's hard to, to be one it. person to find like. It really is difficult sometimes to find what you need, and if you want to stay local, and so it's nice to have resources from anywhere that can kind of compile that stuff for you. Whether okay. it, you know me, you, anybody, just it helps everyone. What is the saying? All boats rise with the tide. Rising or tide yeah, lifts all boats. Yeah, yeah we taking all the boats. <laughs> <laughs> so that storytelling part mm-hmm. of the site. Is that is that the editor and you coming yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. because I definitely want you to know, you know, why does this leather bag cost this much money? And right, it's important to understand yeah. what the process it's, behind all it's that a is. a lot of, it's transparency for the shopper, and then also, so you have a personal relationship with the people you're buying from, and it's putting a personal element in the digital space, which we don't always have anymore, mm-hmm. and just helping you feel good about the purchases you're making um, and where your money's going. Plus, it's always nice to be able to tell a story about a thing that you have, especially right. if somebody says something about right. it. Right, yeah. So like, so oh, yeah, this necklace, oh, such and such made this. And right. And she has a studio in Northside and right. blah, 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 you know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly. And it's just sharing that kind of 
tale of people making and doing, and you know, storytelling's its own aspect of making or whatever too. So. It's, I guess, my creative contribution. <laughs> well, I mean, besides actually creating the platform, yeah, I would say yes. that's a pretty big <laughs> yeah. contribution. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but in my maker aspect, I suppose that's what I do, word stuff. So That's cool. So how are you, if you're doing that, and you said you're uploading stuff to the site mm-hmm. all the time and you're getting inquiries mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, and you're managing the editorial side yeah. over at Cinebeat, yeah. yep. how are your days structured? Uh, I how you do that? I work all the time, so (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty straightforward. All right, yeah, I work all the time. So daytime, city beat, nighttime, uh, doing this stuff. Weekends, um, visiting people's studios. Ooh, studio visits! I know, really fun, and that's that's been. Fun to try to schedule, also hard to try to schedule, because trying to make sure everyone's schedules align. Okay, so here's what I was literally googling last night: sunrise. Have you heard of Sunrise Calendar? Mm-mm. Oh, man. They had this thing called Meet where you could, it was like a keyboard that you would add to your phone or your uh, mobile, de- your mm-hmm. mobile device. Uh, and you your could. Pager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> your sidekick. <laughs> your sidekick. <laughs> so, yeah, you could basically pick a couple times on your calendar and send them a oh, link awesome. so that they could pick a time. That would be awesome. So Microsoft bought it, which means, obviously, it's yeah. going away. Yeah. So I've been trying to find something similar, so I was hoping you had some no, suggestions. No, I got nothing. You got nothing? I just got, I just got emails. <laughs> That's all I got. No. That would be awesome. That would be a very efficient way of doing this. Do you hear that, <laughs> tech world? <laughs> you have people who need this thing. Somebody, please do it. Or if you know of something, listener, please feel free to shoot me an email and send me names, links, whatever you have, because I've been looking for something similar. No, yeah, that would be awesome. So if you're working all the time, are you, I'm always curious about how people like set up their day. Yeah. Do you like segment your day by, okay, this is when I'll be doing this. This is when I'll be doing this. No, I am, I do not like, when I have a schedule, it gives me stress. And so. What? Yes. (laughs) Uh, This does not make, does not compute to me. I know. So I like to do, so last night I had some stuff to do. So I went to work. Came home, made some dinner, had a glass of wine, then decided to work for a couple hours. Like I Okay, that's legit. Yeah, though. like I my husband also is working all the time. He does his editorial gig by the day at print and then he does a ton of freelance. He does freelance for Cincinnati oh, magazine. Okay. He does freelance for National Geographic. He writes books. He does all this stuff. So our house hmm. is kind of like he's the basement, I'm upstairs, like a multi level <laughs> <laughs> writing den. Where we just kind of, he's super organized, so he goes to work and then comes home, works till nine again, and then finishes. Okay. But I am much more fluid in my, <laughs> in You're my working flexible, style. Yeah. We'll say. I think it goes back to in college when I would never want to finish writing papers, so I'd wake up at like 6 a.m. and try to write them real quick before class. You ever do that? No. Absolutely. Yeah. I learned how to type in college because yeah. I did not, yeah, I didn't know how to type, and I was like, well, got a nine-page paper, do right. better learn. Right. So. I figured out how to work fast and, I guess, smart. And uh-huh. whenever I want to work, I work. So Interesting. Whenever I want to work, I work. I need, to, I need to roll that around in my mind for yeah, a Yeah, because otherwise if I try to sit down and do something and I don't feel like doing it, I don't get it's it done. It's ineffective. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I just sit there. So And it takes longer than it would yeah. otherwise, and yeah. it's torture. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me not ever want to do it again. Right. 
It makes it not fun. Right, so. exactly. Hmm. Okay, let me think about that. Because yeah. I am the type of person who likes to schedule everything. I put everything on the calendar. Yeah. Live and die by the calendar. Yeah. But maybe I need to be a little bit more fluid. And But if I just only work when inspirations or whatever strikes, then Lord knows when well, I Well, you still have to have deadlines. Done. That's the thing. No, there are deadlines. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, so you got to have deadlines for yourself. But I still work within the parameters of those deadlines <laughs> flexibly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that idea. I'm going to see how that could maybe fit into the way I tend to do things. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so if you're knowledgeable about all these people doing cool things mm-hmm. and then also knowledgeable about all the things going on in the city via City Beat, then what should we be doing, seeing, buying collectively? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Well, I'm actually doing right now the uh, summer guide for City Beat, which is our... I think we put together a hundred days worth of stuff to do this summer. Are there that many days in the summer? No, not technically. Okay. But we go from <laughs> June 1st, like, through the beginning of September. Okay. And we've got stuff to do every single day from, you know, happy hours and stuff like that to world's longest yard sale, like, those uh-huh, kind of things uh-huh. and events. But that's what I've been working on at work um, right now, so... I mean, if you want, I can tell you what to do every day this summer. <laughs> We're actually doing it like a Ferris Bueller theme because it's the 30th anniversary. It is the 30th anniversary. Yeah, we had so. some sort of big situation in Chicago, yeah. right? But not too take, long ago. take a sick day every day this summer <laughs> and <laughs> give you something to do. <laughs> so what are you into in terms of shopping? Shopping right now, uh, it's summertime, so I'm really into looking for clothing that is light and breezy, I suppose, mm-hmm. and collecting uh, ceramics. To put plants in. This is this is my <laughs> life. No, that sounds about right. Yeah, gotta have air plants because I can't kill them. Can kill a oh, succulent. I can. I can, oh. I can kill most things. Air I plants, can definitely kill a succulent. Air plants live in the air. There's no soil. Yeah, but you have to like spritz them or like submerge them in, in water. Bath. What have you? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta bathe them, which is weird. Right. But right. It's infrequently one has oh, to bathe is it them. Like more than once a week. I don't do it. Okay. That often. All right. I mean, I have killed air plants too, but I mean, so I guess I collect ceramics that used to have plants in them and then sometimes also have more plants in them that die. So where are we getting these breezy pants? Oh, I don't know. Because I needed some yesterday. I know. I need to find a breezy pant maker. If we can find a local breezy pant maker. Local breezy pant makers, if you're out there, please contact either me or Maya. I know. Someone from DAP, get at me. I need some breezy pants. <laughs> no. things I've been trying to do lately is to appreciate the small moments that spark joy, Mm -hmm. as Marie Kondo would say. Uh, And so last weekend, I went to Target to buy, like, socks and a toothbrush Mm -hmm. and left with at least $300 worth of merchandise. Because it's Target. I know. And that's just how things go. But one of the things that I got was a new bath mat. (laughs) And it's, like, one of those really plush, cushy ones with the long fuzzies on it yeah and I was standing on the bath mat this morning brushing my teeth and it just felt so good to have something cushy under my feet (laughs) that it made me really (laughs) happy and I stood there and I promise I brushed my teeth for longer too so my dentist would also appreciate this bath mat uh so that was I was like you know this is a very small very small thing thank you Nate Berkus for your foresight and your thought (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a very small thing that made me happy. Yeah. So I wanted to ask if there's anything in the past, like, week or so that has done that for you, big or small. 
Well, let's see. So, like I said, we just got this dog. And <laughs> Wait, I, what's the dog's name? Turtle Man. Oh God! Yeah, okay. That sounds like you. You would have the. You would have a dog. That named was Turtle his Man. race name, and so we kept it. Really? Yeah. He was. It was. He was very slow. He got kicked Aww. out of racing real early. Yeah. Um. But so we have him. We've got a really old German Shepherd mix, and we've got a little Chihuahua. So we've got a menagerie at mm. home. And one of my great joys is being able to care for animals. I think is a wonderful, wonderful thing about being a human, and having that bond is amazing. And. One of the things I love is at night, if I'm working or sitting, and just sitting with my dogs is just the most pleasant, pleasant thing. Because they are just happy. They got bellies up. They're sleeping. <laughs> you know, Turtle Man will stretch out and take up the entire couch. And he goes, <gasps> Is that you his know. relaxing yes. sound? Okay. That's his, him relaxing. He puts his head on you. And then I've got my little chihuahua. She sits on my, you know, shoulder like a perch. And Really? Yeah. That's kind of adorable. And just kind of being covered by animals. It's just a very secure and comforting uh-huh. thing. So we had just been on vacation and coming home and being able to be with them is good. And we're actually going on vacation again tomorrow to a wedding. So savoring those moments Is it in Tulum? Them. No. Oh, okay. I wish. I was going to say, every wedding I've been hearing about for the past month and a half is in freaking Tulum. Nope, it's in Amherst, Massachusetts, home of the Emily Dickinson house, which I will be visiting, so... Okay, good to know. Put that on your... A couple of lit geeks, <laughs> me and my husband going. Oh, right, yeah. of course. You mm-hmm. writer types, I tell you. I know. <laughs> so... So where can people find out more about you and ShopMadeInCincinnati.com and perhaps even see pictures of these dogs? Oh, let's see. Me? I'm not... I don't use the social media... You don't use the Instagrams and the tweeters? Well, I got the Instagrams for the shop made in Cincinnati, and I do post dog photos on there, (laughs) (laughs) along with my maker's stuff. But, yeah, so shopmadeincincinnati.com has all the makers and stories you need. Like I said, adding stuff all the time. Uh, If you know someone who wants to join, let me know. If you want to join, let me know. I can really help tell your story and really help streamline businesses, which is something I never knew I liked, but it's been a really... It's great, right? Yeah, a fun thing helping people formulate plans for themselves when they get overwhelmed or whatever. So that's been fun. And there's a submission form online, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the best way for people to yeah. get through to you? It's just, yeah, an okay. email. I mean, it's just me. You're right. just emailing me, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean... So if you submit to form, just be like, hey, Maya, what's up? Hey, girl, yeah. <laughs> I make this. I'll be like, that sounds great. Let's do this. Um... But yeah, so we got Instagram associated with that and Facebook, and then I'm in City Beat every week, so you can read my writings there. Okay, well, thanks for coming down and being on the podcast. I think the library is about to close on us here pretty soon, so I'm going to say peace out. I'm Tamia from thestylesample.com. You can follow me online at thestylesample on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Feel free to go to creativecitypodcast.com to listen to other episodes and sign up for the Curated Creatives Newsletter. And I will see you next time. Bye.